We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Breaking news. (laughs) Nope, nothing. Uh, Kirk and Josh Bo here with uh, a late uh, Saturday morning edition of Mavs Moneyball After Dark. Josh, how are you? I am doing good. I got nine plus hours of sleep without any dogs in the bed for the first time ever last night. (laughs) Uh, And I feel like the fucking Incredible Hulk right now. It is... (laughs) It is amazing what the simple act of uninterrupted sleep for an extended period of time can do to the human body, but uh, sounds, I'm living sounds the like life. like the impossible dream. It does. <laughs> it does. Knucklehead Huck. I went to bed at a good time last night. I went to bed at 10.30. Huck, because I've been staying up, not quite as late as you, but late. Huck pawed me in the face at 2.45 a.m. It was like, it's go time. I'm like, ugh. And oh, I and man. you know I tried to get him to go back to bed, but it just it, it just didn't happen. And much like nothing happening, wow, it professionals, is, you know, about one in the morning East Coast time. You and I have been more or less on you know medium alert since the NBA went live with free agency uh, at about six p.m. Eastern, five p.m. Central, and it has been a steady drip of stuff. I believe that the tampering allegations against the Bucks must have spooked teams enough to where no one wanted to be the like 6.01 p.m. Eastern <laughs> deal. Uh, it was it was just unlike things we've had in years past, which, you know, free agency is fun in the sense that it's a collective uh, experience, kind of like the finals or whatnot, where the people who spend too much time online get together and proceed to guffaw at everything that happens and you know in the nba at large a lot happened uh the detroit pistons are forming the um 
what was it? You you know comic book stuff better than me. But the Sentinels who tried to who who the robots who were supposed to like fight the X Men. Uh, that that's basically what yes. the Detroit Pistons are: is a bunch of tall dudes who are marginally skilled. Uh, and past that, it's a bunch of weird stuff. You know, Dwight Howard uh, f- farted into the wind and became uh, briefly was said he was a Laker and then waffled back and is apparently a 76ers now. Good luck to those idiots. The the Lakers signed uh, Harrell from the Clippers, which is weird, but probably a, a Harrell, a really interesting uh commentary on his own value which uh, is accurate he if he might have gotten paid too much to go be bad at another team so i think that's particularly interesting and then the mavericks did one thing uh they used three million dollars three ish million dollars of their mid-level exception uh to sign trey burke to a three-year deal which is very team friendly um we should talk about that real quick but beyond that it's been a lot of bleh is that about right yeah, I don't know if it's bleh in the sense that I don't know, I don't know what. There else wasn't was. much to do. Well, yeah, what? No, there wasn't. What was supposed? What was supposed to happen tonight? Is kind of my point. Is I don't. I don't know what else was supposed to happen besides what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they just didn't have a lot of. You know, we could get. I, I don't know when we get into it, but there's reasons why they can't do a lot of things right now, and uh, it's not related to what happened this off season. It's related to last summer, but that's sure. okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the only one that's like really stung me was uh, Jam- uh, Jeremy Grant leaving Denver, going to Detroit. Obviously, the money that he got, it was like, what was it? Like three for 60. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Way more than Dallas uh, could have paid. Right. But in my brain, I just assumed like he's a perfect fit in Denver. I just never, it never crossed my mind that he was a guy that was going to change teams. And he's he is the dream fit next to Kristaps in the front court, uh, and, but you know there's just there's nothing the Mavericks could have done. Just an unlucky, you know, if this was last summer, maybe they would have, you know, who, who would have known? But that one hurt me just because I was not expecting him to leave Denver. But I even mean, if the Mavericks Denver, by yeah, the way, yeah, that's a heart that's a heartbreaker. Uh, not necessarily criticizing the Mavs, just just in general because yeah. I just yeah. like I like him. But you want some. Semi-breaking news, it looks like uh, Steven Adams is on the move to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So that just happened. That's interesting. So I guess OKC is really trying to get uh, Cade next summer, I think. That's the goal, right? Yeah. For them. Uh, they're going to be they're going to be real bad cuz yeah. Steven Adams despite his sort of limited like box uh, counting stats functionality Steven Adams is a very large man capable of playing good defense, setting great screens, rebounding the ball, and being an incredible quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he, there's there's a lot going for him. I mean, as far as the Mavericks are concerned, I think we should just kind of kind of talk about them too, you know, because this is <laughs> a Mavericks talk about the podcast. Mavericks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it, it trickles down because, you know, there were some options with what could happen with the Mavericks. Uh, it, but the simple fact is they had the mid-level exception and not much else, because if they want to do something else, they have to move someone who's on the roster. And we, we need to go back to draft night to talk about the fact that, that Josh Richardson may well have been their key off season acquisition. And that, 
should be praised. We did talk about it a little bit on the podcast the other night, but I was super tired and I wasn't really in a good like headspace to really, you know, kind of game theory it out. But Josh Richardson, I said this in our Slack today, the Mavericks went from having a problem of who is going to start in the sense of, oh my gosh, the Mavericks have three guys who should start and the other two, what is what are they going to do to the question of, who are the Mavericks going to start? They have six to seven guys who could fit in a plug and play and work. So, you know, why don't, why don't you take it from there? Yeah, because with Richardson, um, you presume, presumably he, Josh Richardson is going to start. Uh, he's their, probably their best three and D uh, perimeter player uh, on the roster right now. No, no offense to Dorian Finney Smith. Um but then you, the theoretical best lineup is, you know, Luca, THJ, Josh, Dorian, and KP. But, you know, KP's not going to play till January. Do the Mavericks want to go back to playing two bigs when with Dwight presumably going to be ready at the start of the season? Do they want to put Dwight back in? Do they want to start maxing KP? And if so, like, who goes to the bench? Because I would imagine it's not Richardson. They didn't, I don't think they traded away, you know, traded Seth to, to get another bench guy i think they got they wanted him to start you know you're not you're not bringing hardaway off the bench because we already saw what that looked like last season that's a disaster like is it dorian dorian which you know on paper makes sense but it's like man that dude gave you everything he had last season and his reward for that being <laughs> you're not starting anymore that's a rough deal uh but yeah but that's that's a good problem to have right yeah yeah and i'm you know, we're, this is going to be my focus, uh, what I'm about to say. I talked about it the other night, but it's just going to be my focus because I don't think it's something that anyone in the M- NBA is talking about right now because everyone's focused on the individual transactions. A 72-game season compacted into less time than they would have played 82 games means that in a league where more and more teams are really concerned about limiting minutes on players' bodies, limiting games, having people who do not suck and can (laughs) play basketball is a value. And right now, as I look at what the Mavericks have put together between, you know, the signing of Trey Burke, which we're going to get to, these draft picks, their kind of two-way deals, I'm really really excited Uh, i can't stress that enough that that there's going to be guys who are going to get opportunities that they might not have gotten in a normal 82 game year because of what's happening or rather what's not happening with the g league and the fact that that you know dallas isn't going to want to play luca 72 games doubt like chris asporzingis we should be thrilled as a fan base if they get 55 games out of him because he just doesn't play that much uh, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. is getting a little bit older. Maxi Kleba, nobody likes to hear this, is getting a little bit older. Dwight Powell's coming off of an Achilles tear. Ah, boo, 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 breaking news. Kurt, what? Sorry. Uh, OKC is trading James Johnson to the Dallas Mavericks. Hey, James <laughs> Johnson is a that's big, a move. That's a good move. It's a, not only is it a good move, but our friends at at uh, Locked On Mavs kind of targeted him as a guy that they said would be a a you know a great bodyguard of sorts for the mavericks uh that you don't want to call a a guy who does mma fighting a goon because that's just stupid but but james johnson is one bad motherfucker um very simply put uh 
let's talk about him in, 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 in just a second as we, we kind of process our thoughts. But that that's that's sort of what, what I what I mean in the fact that, that just having bodies is going to be extremely important for this Mavericks team because even if you have 15, 17 guys, because, I mean, I think both G League guys are technically going to be allowed to be called up at, at whatever motion, people are going to get minutes. And Dallas right now has a lot, a lot, a lot of playable guys. And that is... That should be really exciting for a team that is hoping to make a playoff run. Yeah, they need horses. Uh, like, do you remember that lockout season in 2012? Like, man, that Mavericks team, it felt like they limped to the playoffs uh, with that older roster. And I think that was OKC's year. That was like Miami had a really good year because that, you know, that was still the primes uh, of LeBron and, and somewhat Wade and Bosch. But like I remember OKC just running through that regular season uh, with Harden and and Westbrook and Durant all in their primes. So you're right. Like they're just gonna need they're gonna need bodies. And even if Luca wanted to play, like he's I hate to say it, but like he gets he's starting to have a little trend line of he kind of gets hurt, so uh, he gets bumps and bruises. So he like he you have to almost pencil him in for maybe missing a couple games to an ankle tweak or or hurting his wrist or you know something like that. So you know having guys like Richardson and Green and having a Tyrell Terry like having these really young legs uh, just to throw in there and see hope for the best and at the very least you know like you know with a Delon Wright and a and a Justin Jackson who you're kind of like what are we even getting from them like at least with like a Josh Green and a Tyrell Terry with Josh Green you're getting like hey at least that's an explosive athlete hey at least Terry can shoot the hell out of the ball like you know like they can throw some guys in there that have something if that makes sense yeah. um, no it really does and Kirk right. speaking of Delon Wright and Justin Jackson not doing much those are the two players they are trading for James Johnson Wow. They did it. The evil is defeated. Wow. <laughs> this is this is your night. Do you have anything to say, Kirk? Acceptance speech here? Well, moving off of DeLon Wright, I said this earlier today, in all seriousness, if if they're it, it kind of I guess it depends if Dallas is giving up something else down the line, which they, they still could, but moving away from DeLon Wright and from Justin Jackson and not giving up one of their draft picks in this year's draft is high art. It is Donnie Nelson being unbelievable with what he did in the sense of, of Justin Jackson might be a bottom five player in the NBA. Delon Wright still has some value. I just think he needs to be in a new situation. I I didn't really, I I looked at the log today Delon Wright started the first game, started the third game, and that was two of his five starts the yeah. whole year. Like DeLon, he just wasn't. I, DeLon, I, I misremembered yeah. that. Yeah, he got. I mean, I don't. I don't want this to sound too inflammatory, but he got ricked. Yeah, yeah, and it's not his fault. Hmm. So, so God, yeah, I'm, I'm getting all these messages in Slack from another <laughs> one that I'm in. Uh, my 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 friends are <laughs> Seth Part now just sent me a message. Oh my God, you must be so happy. Um, <laughs> What what I am is I had kind of bunkered down and was ready to go to bed, and that ain't happening. Yeah. Uh, so, but you know what? Good reason. We should be really, we should be really, really excited. So, let's let's start at the bottom and then work our way towards these as as we uh, build up. So, at about nine thirty Eastern time, because that's where I live, 
there was an announcement that the Mavericks signed. Uh, who did they sign? What's wrong with me? Um, uh, Trey Burke. Yeah, Trey Burke. Good Lord. I wrote the article. Uh, signed Trey Burke to a three-year deal, $10 million. I find that deal to be as team-friendly and as optimistic as I am. Like, that's just an incredible deal because he had a great series. He had a great uh, end to 2018-19 with the Mavericks. Uh, during that that 25 or so game stretch after he was moved from the Knicks. And then he came and rejoined the Mavericks in the bubble and played very well in the playoffs. He is a Rick Carlisle-type player in that he has a limited skill set who the Mavericks are just going to squeeze every inch of ability from. Guy can't go left to save his life, but whew, there were some clips. House of Mavericks, uh, House Mavericks Twitter account showed this one uh, layup that he took Kawhi Leonard to the basket on today in the playoffs where I'm just like, Oh my gosh, that guy earned himself money right then. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, which one I'm talking about where he like goes middle. It was, Oh gosh, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how much time he gets in the lineup because now the Mavericks have a bit of a, uh, too many, too many solid players problem, but he's going to be a weapon. And, and that's, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. And it's, you know, when you think about, you know, Delon is now gone. Uh, they, he kind of, the fact that he kind of did what they probably wanted Delon to do. Um, and he is barely on the team. Like that kind of said it all. And he just, he's perfect. The skill set is perfect. Like you said, he is the type of player with the skill set that Rick just squeezes all the blood from the stone um, in terms of a guy that can handle the ball, can shoot, and can can work his way around in a pick and roll. Uh, the Mavericks, God, I mean, how many guys have they had in the last five, six, seven years that they just absolutely get as much out of? Seth Curry, you know, hell, Raymond Felton on a bigger scale, Montellus. Um, all these guys that they get that can dribble and score in the pick and roll and can shoot a little bit. They just they find a way to work. JJ Barea, the 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 prime example of this. Um, so I'm, I'm fine with this and they honestly kind of needed it because, you know, Brunson, I, you, I know you're different on Brunson than I am. Uh, I still like Brunson, but Brunson isn't this kind of, it's, you know, Brunson can score, but like, I don't know. Burke has just a little bit more pop off the bounce uh, and maybe a little bit more range and a little bit more versatility in his scoring in terms of being able to shoot off the dribble. Brunson's a little bit more methodical of a player, I think. And Burke is like, throw him out there 15 minutes. He's going to get you some, you know, he's going to get you some baskets in the way the Mavs play offense. So uh, they really need that because their bench uh, didn't really have a guy like that. And especially mm-hmm. you know, when Brunson got hurt. Um, so, and at the very least he's Brunson insurance. If they do want to make a bigger trade and trade Brunson, and uh so yeah i'm I'm totally cool with this yeah so it seems delon wright is heading to detroit as part of a three-team trade with oklahoma city and the mavericks uh obviously trevor reza is apparently also coming to the mavericks which i have no idea how that happens but if that's the case um it's it's there oh geez this is this is too much does Um, Reza stay I mean, I don't know if they can afford him. His deal's expensive. This this doesn't this doesn't track for me unless they're kind of like finally going over to the cap. Um, it, it, there seems to be like multiple, multiple, multiple things going on, which is why we all love this night. You know, we started off complaining about how it was super boring, and then within five minutes of the podcast, 
uh, all of this stuff is is going down, and this is this is pretty exciting. Um, uh, uh, now I'm wondering. So James, you bring in James Johnson and you bring in Trevor mm-hmm. Reza. If they stay on the roster, you know, is Josh Green gonna play? That, or... It's incredible you asked me that. A friend of the pod, uh, not gonna name his name, but just ac- actually sent me this message saying, "Is he gonna play?" <laughs> This is this is wild. I remember pining for Trevor Ariza like six years ago. Trevor Ariza has been in the league longer than Dirk Nowitzki. I I don't know how to cope with this sort of thing. Wait, um, what? Uh, no, it just it feels like he's, oh, he's okay. never been. It, it just I feel like he's been in the league for a thousand years. Didn't he sneak in as like one of the last high school guys drafted? I I, I just remember him being on the like one of the like like the two thousand nine Lakers title team, which was eleven years ago. So yes. it's just like what is what is happening. So this is this is nuts. Uh, Kevin O'Connor said on a Ringer podcast that he put money on the Mavs for the title a couple days ago, and not to be not, not to go Dalton Trigg on what on everybody, doing? but what are you woo! doing right now? This is nuts, man. This is this is a fire team. They have a lot of options and a lot of like like just a lot of options to do things, and this this should be really exciting. I mean, let's. Let's 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 pivot to, to James Johnson real quick, who during the playoffs, it was very clear that the Mavericks needed someone to be a, a, a bull, to be the guy who would do some fighting. Kristaps Porzingis tried to be that guy and got ejected for it and might have cost the Mavericks the series. And it was incredible that KP did that, but that should never be a thing he has to do. Right. Uh, it's kind of a joke that he was the only one that really did that. Yep. And they're, you know, they're, this is, this is pretty nuts. Um, because he's, if there, there's like four guys in the league who I would have asked for. And I remember, you know, I, I, I referenced Nick and Isaac earlier. I remember kind of saying, well, the Mavericks are never going to do, do a deal with Gerson Rosas up in Minnesota. Well, I didn't even know that James Johnson was in Oklahoma city. So that shows you how many like things have, have happened. Um, yes. and I'm now being told, that that is is James Johnson even going to be on the Mavs? This is there's just so many things happening. What in the world? But J- if I kind of do hope it is James Johnson uh, that that stays with the Mavs, uh, just because of, of this sort of thing. He's if the most it, interesting of the of him and Ariza. Mm-hmm. If one of them I mean, does play, both are incredible. Like yeah. uh, take either of them and add this to this this kind of burgeoning wing depth chart and, yeah. and you, you look at the Mavs and you just get excited at the optionality I mean Rick Carlisle must be like like a gleeful mad scientist who finally found supplies yeah I guess so he only played 32 games last season he only played 55 in the season before that he's 32 mm-hmm. uh I'm sorry I'm so flabbergasted because I just have not he's not on my radar so I'm just trying to figure out does he what he has left in the tank and that will help me figure out is this a move to set up another move or is this who they wanted like uh i'm just trying to figure that part out my brain is kind of racing through because he was just like in terms of like hey who kirk i've said this a million times i'm bad at trades i cannot think up of, of fantasy trades i'm very bad at that me so too I, yeah we both are the possibility of James Johnson being on the Dallas Mavericks did not enter my mind until I saw the tweet. So I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. Like, well, what do you think? 
And and there's another added point to this that that the Mavericks now have a lot of expiring contracts. Um, Getting off of DeLon Wright was very interesting because he still has two more years left on his deal. Justin Jackson, this was his final deal or final final year of his deal. There's there's just man, I I, we're we're probably going to have to circle back tomorrow and really talk about what this all means once we get it together. realistically we should have waited two hours but i just don't know if i can keep doing this into the middle of the night so man i i i think what we what we do is is we we kind of close off for now come back tomorrow and and once the dust is settled and really try to reanalyze this with with fresh faces and you know we 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 came into this podcast saying oh man this is boring but we feel good about the mavs and after you know 20 minutes later this is no longer boring and we still feel good to great about the maps. Is that about right? Yes, I would say that is about right. And, and I mean, they're, they're just in, they're in a position to do something. Yeah. And that. Kirk, I don't know why I got a sneaking feeling that one, one of these two guys is not going to be on the team in December. Seems right. Yeah. Yeah. There's something happening between now and then. I mean, I don't know who that, you know, Woj is still reporting all these things. And it's, it's somebody <laughs> was, uh, so one, some, one of, one of the people I follow said, wow, this is like a fan-sided trade article come to life. <laughs> it really is. What 14 trade. 14 trades don't happen. The last yeah. one I remember is Sean Marion in like 2008. That's the kind of stuff that like when our, I mean, it wasn't the Covington trade last year, 14 trade at mm-hmm. the deadline. I think that was. But this is the kind of trade that like when our friend Dalton or someone on our someone in our mentions it's like, hey, you know, they could do this. I'm just like, and you're not here. What you're talking about. Yeah. I'm a dumbass. This is incredible. Okay, we need to actually being editors of a website, we need to actually go help our, our teammates and figure out <laughs> what we're gonna post because this is just a riot. I think we'll come back tomorrow night and talk a little bit more because it seems like there's just going to be more to talk about, you know, reactions, everything on there. Thank you for listening to this in real time, guys. This was fun. This has been Josh Bow and Kirk Henderson, and we will be back probably sooner rather than later. Everybody have a good night. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.